Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely, wonderful, in a very nice little apartment, co-host Alexander Volt. Say hello. Hello. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. Uh, it's a new discography per episode, and today we're discussing uh, every album by... Them Crooked Vultures. This is a cop out is- it's cheap. Yeah, we're being lazy yeah. today. It's one. Okay, whatever. We get it. Okay, it's one album, <laughs> right? And they're not even broken up, kind of. And they also might, they just released information that they might release another album. Maybe. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? I think mostly because uh, we're lazy. Uh, we, yeah. cover, we covered Led Zeppelin. A uh, mm-hmm. little, little bit of a spoiler. We got like Caius coming up. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, it's just a, a nice little little add-on to... Yeah. Plus, it's like... It, it's so funny. We we decided... No, fuck that. Hold on. Hold that thought. Uh, pin in that. If you want to help us and support Bugs. us, please, yeah, please subscribe on YouTube.com slash every album ever. Leave comments. Leave likes. Leave love. Whatever. You know, subscribe, rate, review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you get podcasts. You can follow me now at Pandermonkey and Alex at mother puncture got clips of the show clips of my twitch channel clips of me playing music in case you want to talk shit about me which is very very possible uh there, there should be no no playlist just the album you'll find the album this album in the description uh like but if you like playlists we have playlists with god this is such a i'm so not used to doing lazy episodes <laughs> but so used, i'm so used to having tons and tons of stuff to wait through that like an easy episode is weird to me a re, it's really weird to me you got to make it harder than it is Unfortunately, it's part of my brain damage. Uh, <laughs> what else? Patreon. If you want to subscribe on Patreon and help us out, patreon.com slash every album ever. There we got a bunch of bonus episodes, early access to certain episodes, discounts off merch, and then you could jump the line if you want to suggest an artist for us. Uh, we've done a few already. We've done a handful of uh, Patreon requested episodes. We have another one coming up uh, pretty soon. And uh, yeah, it's fun. It's very fun. It, um, it helps us... Uh, narrow things down we <laughs> there's so many things that we're doing there's so many different styles that we're doing it makes me feel very versed but also makes me feel super unqualified like the more styles i do the less i feel like i deserve to be talking about it but you know you're, you're like, you're, i i think you're always very uh eloquent even in the the stuff you don't like uh i saw we got a comment on the like uh i think it was like boogie down or eric b rock him who said mm-hmm. like hey i appreciated like mike's view because it's all it's all new to him he has it no is. he has no history so i think i think listeners like that I aspect hope. about you at least uh, at least there's no bias going in i usually don't have that going in. i try i try not to i i like to be surprised uh but okay so back to what I was originally saying, uh, I don't remember what episode we, we just wrapped up. We were like making addendums to our schedule and like, we need one album discography, like just to give us some breathing room, something quick we can throw out. And we decided on them cricket vultures. Literally when we hung up the call, they, there was that statement from Dave girl saying, Hey, we should do another album. Yeah. Uh, they've, I think they've been teasing it since like 2010 though. Um, and I think maybe because the pandemic, it might actually happen because it's not like they can tour. And I think that was mm-hmm. the biggest hurdle before for people who don't know, this is a super group that consists of Dave girl on drums, Josh Homme of Queens of the stone age guitars, vocals, and, uh, 
John Paul Jones of Led Zeppelin, as well as many other things. It's, um, it's an insane super group. It is like, it, it is it is really a crazy super group. And that's why I'm so bummed out by this album. Because like you, it is a Josh Homme album, man. It is like... <laughs> There are moments, there are moments where it's like, oh, this is, this is amazing. This is exactly what I was hoping it would be. And, but most of it is the Josh Homme show, which is fine yeah, if should, you like him. But I mean, I like him, but not that much. Should, should we intro the album? Because there's uh, not really a backstory. The backstory is like, it's a super group. Yeah, that, that is the backstory. Uh, we might as well jump into it. They got the one album came out in 2009. Uh, it's hard. It's almost shocking to me now that it was that long ago come to think of it uh it's already been damn like 12 years oh my god it's longer yeah, than i thought it, yeah it feels new uh and it, it still sounds new which is probably yes. in a way a good thing but we'll let's get into it let's start it out now this is yeah self-titled 2009 I uh, love the way Dave Strum's sound on this album. Incredibly produced, which is not shocking given John Paul Jones in the Zeppelin connection. Yes. And yeah, it's a super group. There's no way this album is going to sound like shit. No way. No way. And even, I'm talking over, but if you hear the way those vocals and the guitars produce, super Albini, super way to the side, way in the background fucking live sounding I, I love it love that yeah this is a this is a fun fun opener uh, the uh the added percussion is a great little yeah so this is not exactly it's cool but not revolutionary I think halfway through it really picks up Oh, when when it gets hard and like that, the bass comes in like, yeah. like that is really awesome. But it takes a while to also, get there, so let's just uh, let's lower now. Yeah, Worst, that's least uh, favorite. Kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> all four accolades. Um, yeah, yeah. I accidentally talked over one of my favorite lyrics in there because it's funny when he says don't hold it against me unless it gets hard um, uh, mm, pretty uh, funny uh, yeah pretty funny but um <clears throat> yeah like you were saying this is the josh homie show his style is so dominant it really <laughs> is yeah for like, better and worse because I yeah. like his style. I think he's a great songwriter and I like his voice but for, I was hoping for more of everyone else for sure. Um, what else was I going to say about this? It's it's almost like John Paul Jones is like more of a novelty rather than like a feature in the group. See, he, the, has, he has his moments, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, his his role in this to me, it read more like uh, this song definitely feels more Zeppelin, -y, like a modern Zeppelin. Like what, what's one like elephants? Like that main riff, yeah. it's like modernized Zeppelin. Uh, obviously, m m higher energy, way more. I don't know. It's got it's songs that has a lot of range, but like, uh, and the same with Scumbag Blues, which is both of them are great songs. They both have like some like flavorings of that '70s style, but it's like it's just yeah. it's just flavoring. It's not really, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I I really like Elephants. I think that's 
probably like their best epic song on here because they got a few that a few are near or around seven minutes. Re- and the, Dude, I didn't even realize that. Didn't yeah. even realize it. Yeah. The other ones don't really do it for me the way Elephants does. It's definitely a uh a like standout live when they mm-hmm. when they play live. Um but Wait, yeah, so you've, seen I, them, you've seen them live. Yes, I I have only seen Dave Girl play a drum solo as part of a Foo Fighters show and like when they announced this group i was stoked because i didn't i didn't get to see him play drums in queens of the stone age which would have been cool but um yeah. yeah i was like i don't even think i'll be able to get tickets they're playing the wiltern they should be playing like a way bigger venue um yeah and i i actually got tickets somehow and yeah a, you know if you're a drummer it's like even if Dave's not playing super hard stuff, he this has a way about it and he just makes things look so natural. Uh he always looks like he's having a blast on the drum kit. Yeah. Uh but f- as the band as a whole, I think it'll please like Queens of the Stone Age fans more than anyone. Yeah. More than anyone and yeah, yeah if if you're a fan of Girl on the drums, but um He's got a good if, personality with drums. He's he's always had his style. It's never been like he's always been good, but never uh, it never felt like he was trying to steal the show. And that goes for everything that he's played in. I, maybe even Scream. I have I don't I don't know if I've heard the stuff with him on drums and Scream, but like uh, he's always just been like the perfect drummer. Like in, in yeah. terms in terms of like like a rhythm accompany. Like there's obviously better drummers that don't do crazier stuff, but like in terms of just being the guy to be impressive without stealing the show. I've always felt that about girl. Yeah, I would say his most technically impressive stuff is Songs for the Deaf and then the Probot album, which, hey, that's a one-off album. Oh, we're going to get to that one pretty soon, I bet. Uh, as soon as we start maybe. falling behind again, we're going to be doing that. <laughs> but um, also, like, because I I was like, okay, this is a one album. What can I do to elaborate on it? I was like, let's look at... Let's look at what rock and roll was like in 2009 and mm-hmm. uh it's in a weird place uh mainstream yeah, I, don't, I don't remember at all so fill me, fill me in mainstream rock is kind of you know shedding this this hard rock stuff and embracing bands like mumford and sons and phoenix Ooh. hold on i want to fucking gouge my ears out that doesn't make any so, sense yeah so like that's what's popular but like on the metal side metal in 2009 was fucking awesome mastodon's crack the sky came out isis's uh raving wavering radiant and that was both of our best episode 40 something fuck something we, we did isis 30 listen, 38 37 whatever yeah listen to the isis episode and then baroness's blue album also came out that year so that's like, my favorite baroness album yeah so like this was quite the year for metal music and then then them crooked vultures is this kind of stuck in this this no man's land kind yeah, of because there's a lot of radio friendly rock horse shit on here like it's not that it's bad but it's like all right this doesn't need to fucking i don't feel like i need to hear this ever again like um so before i go into shitting on it uh what i wanted from the whole album and what one song delivers just one 
That is Mind Eraser, No Chaser. That is the only song that delivers because one, Dave Grohl was prominent as fuck on there. It's like the only song you could tell. The only song he sings on, I think. No, I think I I heard a little bit of backup vocals later on. But but it's the the only only time he has like the main main does, it's, it's still it's still backup vocal it's still not even main it's just more main than what he does later on or like okay. everywhere else in the album so it's like that's what it should have been it should have been him and josh trading off with both mm-hmm. of them doing backup for each other so you at least know that he's in the fucking band like and that's the i really fucking love that song it has obviously it's like higher energy and it's very cool and has kind of it has a lot of interesting riffs in there, interesting rhythms too. But the main thing is like you feel like it's a bigger thing than just Josh Homme doing his thing. That's interesting because I think that's like one of the like weaker songs. You're high off your ass. It's the only song <laughs> yeah. I like in this album. <laughs> I, that's not true, but I, it's the one I like the most for sure. Yeah, I feel like the this album is definitely more front loaded and then towards the end disagree entirely disagree entirely i think i think the front end is paced like dog shit holy shit yeah dude putting new fang as track three it's like oh god it's just queen's generic bullshit it's like fine it's okay but then after that you get dead end friends which is horrific horrific i love that song oh i love that song I'm le- no, I'm letting listeners decide. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! Dead this End is, Friends. Uh-huh. I think this because it's so similar to songs for the Deaf era, Queens of the Stone Age, and like, you know, uh, arguably that's like their biggest, hardest hitting album. So it is. I think it's a killer song. This is Dead End Friends. Hate that riff. Hate that riff already. Really, I. <laughs> I dig it, and then... Again, it's produced like a beast, but... Man, this doesn't do anything for me. I think it's a cool riff. I think it's a cool riff. It does have some stoner rockness to it. It definitely has some stoner yeah. and yeah, I had feeling. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense to me now. Uh, God damn. I fucking um, hate it though. But toward the end though, the reason why I disagree with the, you know, saying that it's front loaded is uh, it has a lot of weird stuff that doesn't start happening until the, like the second half. One of the things is, is like the, the transition mini songs. Like, in, mm-hmm. you know, like one song will end and it'll have this weird little thing and then it'll kind of move on to something else um it happens earlier on but it happens better i think later on so like at the I, after caligula which i don't even like that song i think it kind of takes up space cool keyboard solo you gotta give i'll give you that uh i th- man i didn't think we were gonna like dis- <laughs> disagree on like caligula is i think it's like one of the stronger songs in the I really in the back half that's so funny how we were we were, were just one album and we're already yeah, every song is this yeah that, yeah however you feel i feel the opposite and vice so versa uh well thing is my point was the transition from that the, the end of that song into uh to gunman yeah, yeah. It's, there's really cool like little transitional stuff and i think that's like homie's always been really good at that though like mm-hmm. it's been on all the best queen's albums he's, he's done that i feel like uh so i feel like it's probably a lot of a lot of him doing that but still like um interludes with ludes 
Are we going to agree there? I think it's cool. Okay. I think it's cool. I wish... What did I put? I wish that came on after Elephants because mm-hmm. Elephants is such a beast of a song. And then it's followed by like more high energy, like more the same. The and I think if well. Yeah. Yeah. I think if like interludes with ludes was after Elephants, it it like allows you that that breathing you want. Honestly, dude, I really wish Scumbag Blues was track three. That would have been absolutely perfect. Like I to keep, yeah, up the, again, to keep up the energy like that. Like again, like I, I, I this I don't like that song as much. Oh, God, I out of your mind. It's not. It's I not lo- amazing, but it's like <laughs> yeah. Those backup vocals are fucking gorgeous, and it's like it's just good presentation. It sounds so. I mean, it's very Queensy, and it's also very classic Rocky. So I don't know. I mean the what the wacky organ playing by John Paul Jones is very yeah, very cool on that song. I think. uh the solo Hami does is also very cool on there. Honestly, the most interesting, the only time you ever know John is even here is because of the, the wacky keyboards. <laughs> and it's like the yeah. best thing that he does here. I will say uh, this album also features uh, someone you featured on your year endless, Alan Johannes. Oh, he really? Play, he plays on Dead End Friends, Reptiles, and Interludes with Ludes, and oh. as well as a, a touring member of the band. So he's kind of like the, the fourth guy in here. Holy shit. He was um his main band, which I probably didn't mention on the year end episode. The Please check out the 2020 best you know wrap up it's a good episode uh yeah uh, i don't think i mentioned it in that episode but his main band was a band called 11 and i never heard of them never heard them and i feel like i'm doing i'm like a hack now because i've never come across them or listened to them yeah i mean he's uh you know obviously frequent collab the collaborator with uh queens of stone ancient josh homie so Mm -hmm. um yeah definitely uh an interesting dude who I want to check out more of his solo stuff and side yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Oh, you brought up reptiles. It's real crazy. I dig it. It's like, it's not like the, it's not super memorable in terms of like hook hooks, but mm-hmm. there's like a million things happening except for the drums. The drum is like, I'm not, I'm not changing shit. I'm sticking to this yeah. one thing the entire way. I don't care what else happens. And it's like, I like that. I like that. There's it's complete chaos held together by one driving ass beat. I, I don't know how to describe the vocal stylings, but sometimes, and it happens in Queens, like on Reptiles, he has like this vocal styling where it seems kind of forced, like, oh, if I can't like make it fit a certain way, I'm going to default to this style. Oh, I mean the falsetto thing? (laughs) No, that No, I don't mind that. Like, I don't, maybe play a little bit and maybe we'll get like a taste so I can can point it out this is reptiles it's the like it sounds like you're singing a theme song to like an adventure movie hold on i don't, I don't know yeah we'll let it play a for cool a little bit little thing right there though it is yeah. weird yeah yeah. This. Yeah, I don't. I'm just not a fan of it. Like, there's. I guess there's nothing wrong with it. I just. I'm no, not I a fan it. of. Yeah, that's a. No, there's a lot of things that Josh does that I. Like, he has a cool voice, but he doesn't have a. a 
a super crazy range or anything. So he kind of repeats the same bag of tricks a lot, which is fine because mm-hmm. it sounds it sounds good. It never doesn't sound good, but yeah, some stuff like that. Like I, I yeah, I can do without. Uh, but the song itself is crazy and fun. Uh, despite yeah, despite yeah, that. like like you said, the the riff on there is pretty wacky. Yeah. Um. Uh. One song that I thought, and I, I've heard this album a lot, like years and years ago, and uh, one song that I remember not liking at all, but it won me over because of that fucking chorus. Uh, Bandoliers. Bandoliers, yes. Uh, that feels like the redheaded stepchild on Weird the song. album because it's kind of in the middle. But <laughs> yeah, really cool guitar riffs on there. Um, yeah, uh, kind of makes you wonder, like, because I think they they overdub and there's two guitar tracks on there. There's so. at least there's a ton of overdubbing here. Josh Hammer's a smart record maker. I don't love all yeah. all the Queen's albums, but he's a, he makes records well. Um, especially like production wise, there's like a dude. I can gush for a while just about like Clockwork from from Queens because uh, I listen to that album a lot and I you know I always keep going back to it because there's so many little thi- like little tiny arrangement decisions like. I know we just did the chorus, but instead of going back into the verse, we're going to do this little thing there for two bars and bam, now we're back into the chorus or back into the verse. And you're going to hear this weird little fuzz effect that comes up just this one spot and nowhere else. Like really interesting stuff to, to kind of keep you hooked without even realizing that it's happening. He's, he's really good at that. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of funny how that album had all those little interesting things and then villains is just like... I like some of the songs on there, but I'm production wise. I'm like, what, what happened? Villains. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're not gonna be able to talk about Queens for a while. So you might as well talk about it now. Uh, yeah. Like that, that album, it still has some interesting stuff production wise, but man, there's something about it. Like it feels know, flat. It, yeah. It doesn't like by track four, I'm already like, all right, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. There's, there's something, uh, simplistic about it. Not that the songs are simple, but it feels like they wanted to, to not, I don't know. Like, like we're just felt so advanced for rock music, and that one kind of felt, you know, stepping in the, in the other direction. But, uh, but, 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 but what the hell was I going to say? So, Go ahead. Um, I guess the other epic songs, and I'm not going to say the full name, but Warsaw. Warsaw, the first breath you take after you give up, Al. <laughs> 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 it's a fucking mouthful. Uh, yeah. it's, Warsaw. It's, it's just ambitious, that. Vicious, but I just kind of like. I was weaving in and out. Uh, I had to go back and listen to it a few times. Um, th- that song is is definitive of my main gripe with the whole record, and that is I like the song fine. It's cool, uh, but it is equal parts annoying video game trailer rock music and then crazy wacky. Like mm-hmm. it just kind of that song alternates between the two, but that's really what the album is. It's like we're gonna throw this straightforward regular ass k-rock song that you've heard a thousand times and then we're also going to do spinning in daffodils which is fucking amazing and weird and i don't know what the hell is happening in the whole second half but i love it i love that second yeah, half. yeah that is probably like the most diverse song on the album and again i think it it maybe would have had more of an impact in the middle of the album i think in terms of the lineup that they have of songs here that's as good as they're going to get for a closer. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything yeah, else kind of has that impact. I think this may have been like 
more of a home run if they trimmed some things for sure 100 and you and i will completely disagree on which should be trimmed uh, yeah but we can agree that something should have been trimmed because yeah this is this is almost 70 minutes it's It's a long album album for sure so but here's here's one thing i'll give it credit for when spinning in daffodils was on in the middle of it uh i i was like okay if this isn't the last song it's too long and it was the last <laughs> song. I was like, okay, you barely, you made, you just made the cut in terms of my fucking ADD attention span. But that out, like that outro is glorious, dude. Like it's really cool. And then, and not even, not even just like the main outro, like it has a regular, I keep saying outro, but whatever it has the outro. And then you think the song's over and then a little fucking like 30 second, almost novelty mandolin circusy thing comes in. Uh, just kind of crammed in at the very end. And I, that is amazing. Like, why wouldn't there be at least one full track of that kind of crazy gypsy style? Like it, it was, it's such a cool little Agreed. thing. Hey, it also would have like helped break up the album because um, going back to Hami's style is so, so dominant. Yeah. And then those little things, which are still in his wheelhouse, mm-hmm. but help like break up the, you know, the big heavy heavy riffs that I know we're all here for. But yeah, yeah, like the closest thing we actually have to something like that is the well, one interludes with ludes is is close to it, but also other than that, just the transition songs, the little mini transition songs, and those are literally like fifteen seconds. So it's like. Uh, for an album this long, you kind of need a little bit, a little bit more to 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 break up just the hard rockness of everything. Uh, again, not that there's anything wrong with that, but still, like you know, for for yeah. a piece of seventy minute albums worth, I think it helps. Yeah, it's also it's also funny, like looking at all the like year end lists this made, and like. Things that got ignored, like ISIS and Baroness, and I'm just like crime. It's a fucking crime. That, that's what. Yeah, it's dude, it's purely on name brand. It's a name brand. Hey, dude, incoming rat. Because that's the same thing <laughs> I was screaming about on the 2020 year end list about uh about fucking um the all them witches because like that album was so fucking phenomenal. It was my album of the year, and every 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 rock out it was like Deftones number one. It's like it's no you you. F- fuck dude like <laughs> have you heard this one have you have you heard this album it was on no list like mm-hmm. it's just it's a fucking crime to not put isis on lists and not put baroness like I, especially isis is like their last album and ever. their best and their best yeah. uh yeah the year endless do not age well because i was i was looking at some of those lists and i was just like damn like no one like no one fucking cares about that Phoenix album anymore. No one's like, oh yeah, let's throw on like Listomania and fucking. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably like drunk white people who were in college, but that's about it. <laughs> I don't know if you've met anybody in college these days, Alex, but they are not listening to that. <laughs> no, I mean like who were in college okay, at okay. the time. So right, right, no, right. no, no way, no way, kids. Yeah, listen to that. Oh man! So, I mean, we pretty much exhausted them. Aside from Gunman, which wait, 
Which you yeah, we Goodman. did talk. I think we did. We like, brought it up for a second. For a second. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think anytime Dave Grohl does like a dancey beat on this album, it's like a win. Like well, he, it's he, just anytime he uses a dancey beat, I kind of end up liking it. Like I know he's not joining for Foo Fighters. I don't even like the Foo Fighters, but that fucking reggaeton song from the last oh, album. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna bring that up. Um, I always forget what it's called. Let it's me. It's the opening track, right? Yeah, the op- opening run track. Run for your life. On- Run for your life. Yeah. There you go. Fucking. And he said he didn't even know what reggaeton music was. Shut the He's... fuck up, you liar. <laughs> He's like the. I know. How... Yeah, he has to be lying. He lives in LA, but he also lives in rich people LA. So maybe, maybe right. I could believe that. But uh, yeah. Yeah, it's so weird how like dancey beats are his jam. But there's not really like uh, going back to like his drumming on this album. They aren't really like. Like these crazy big big fills, like on songs for the deaf. Um, yeah. But what you do get is you know quick little like flourishes and mm-hmm. and stuff. So yeah. So there's been- nothing there. There's nothing that you would hold up as like, oh my god, you gotta hit, you gotta hear this like thing. But he does have these nice flourishes throughout. Yeah, it's all fun. It's all impressive. It's all well done, but it's all once again not what you would hope for when you hear such an insane lineup. And honestly, thinking about it right now, it's like what a douchey lineup this is. Look, what a douchey super group like Led Zeppelin, Queens of the Stone Age, the Foo Fighters. Ugh. Like it's not it's not what I think of when I think of sought like what I would look for in like in a in a great super group. Not that they're all, like they're all good, but it's like I don't I can do without all of those. I can do without all of them. I I don't. I think in terms of mainstream supergroups, it's probably mainstream, like, right? Yeah, that's as good as it's gonna get. That's that probably is. as good as it's gonna get. Because yeah, if they weren't even the best supergroup album that came out th- this year, because again, something we may talk about in the future is Shrine Builder came out this year too. That's right. Oh yeah, and yeah, that's you know, uh, Neurosis, Sleep the melvins and it's fucking great and Mm -hmm. then on top of that uh there is a an album called black rock which featured the black keys who i don't like but doing songs with rappers and that album's fucking great every every song i think the black keys should this be fucking hip-hop producers because i think they're better at it. that is that is an interesting thought i never thought of that i don't care for them but now i'm curious yeah so like this wasn't even this wasn't even the best super group album that came out this and it's, that yeah year. it's so funny it sounds like we're shitting on it but it's like no it's good no. But it's just you know just yeah yeah I'm, I'm just trying to put put it in context yeah. of things too because like you said we're like 12 years this album's yeah. 12 years old 12 years yeah it's almost a teenager so yeah it's like so Dave Grohl, uh, you know, announced we well, didn't announce it. He just said like it would be cool. Like, but people take that as like, oh, they're doing, they're definitely doing a new record, which is like just this generation in a nutshell. But if they were to, I man, I hope to God for one, at least switch off vocals. If you're not going to change anything stylistically, at least switch off vocal duties. And but I would really like that it'd be more of like spinning in daffodils kind of stuff, like to go further with the craziness yeah i would like you know some more ballads some more weird stuff maybe you know 
let uh let Alan have a little bit of a say. Yeah. I know he's not the super part of the group. He's but... fucking more super than all of them, goddamn it. That solo album is amazing. <laughs> Listen to Hum by Alan Johannes. It's so good. But, it's so good. Yeah, great songwriter. So yeah. um yeah, if they do a second one, I would I would definitely like to hear more variety because yeah. it's like i know you guys can and it's kind of nice with john paul jones like yeah you can play hard fast music and you're a hundred years old yeah yeah um, yeah Dude, even but, better you can play wacky keyboard solos when he's a hundred years old yeah he's 75 God 75 damn. so yeah like i mean it's rad he could still hang uh although i guess he would have been 65 when he did this but um yeah. Yeah, I I would like to hear some some diversity from them. Yeah, for sure. Also, interesting note, in 2019, Jimmy Page said he could have been in the group. Wait, how do you mean? Like, it was like, oh, they approached both of them, oh. John Paul Jones and Jimmy Page, but Jimmy Page turned it down. You know what? Good for them for not getting Jimmy Page. It would have been a mess. That dude blows I think down. it would have. He I is think a- it would a bumbling mess, dude. He's oh man, he's not what he once was. Uh, I wonder why. Maybe it's because uh, all the crazy, all the black magic, all the pedophilia went to his head finally. But uh, yeah, I think that's that probably been too much. If people would have just been like, oh, it's just like Led Zeppelin, you know, revamped, and it would have kind of overshadowed like the at least semi uniqueness of this entire lineup. For sure, I almost wonder like what like what spaces it would have forced Josh into then this because I can imagine everybody walking an eggshell is like, this is Led Zeppelin. I can't, I can't, they, they're in control. I, they're in control. Sure. They stole yeah. everything, but they're still in control. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bitter about that. <laughs> yeah. Would it would have been interesting, but would it have been better? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, you never know, but I I don't think it would be it would have been that much better. Um but yeah, solid album, nothing amazing. Wish it was more of a super of a super group than Josh Tommy stuff. I think we're both in agreement there. Uh and the future is bright, hopeful, something. Again, yeah, I don't know what else they're gonna do. I feel like the main reason, you know, these super groups rarely have follow-ups is because it's like they have their own priorities and Mm. it's like well when do you get in the studio when do you tour and it's like right now all you can do is go into the studio so yeah and if they really (sighs) sorry that was a really big i don't know where that came from oh i'm drinking bubbly water no shit uh like I, uh, the thing, the thing that comes to mind when I think of like super groups, even though it's not a super group, I think of Pe- Peeping Tom, Mike Patton's mm-hmm. fucking. It kind of, it kind of is. Let's get every musician from around the world and then never tour with him, because like, mm-hmm. uh, well, he had Cool Keith on there, and then but, but when he toured, he just rapped it, which is weird seeing Mike Patton rap. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like if you really wanted to tour, I mean, Josh Harmon could just probably just fuck it. It's my band anyway. I wrote like I'm singing anyway. <laughs> fuck it. I don't need. I don't need. Like you could do that, uh, but then it probably does have a payday. I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling because I'm just pondering. I, yeah, I I will say uh, Peeping Tom to me is kind of a super group because he got the uh, Dan the Automator production yeah. on there. So he's uh, he's the legend in the hip hop world. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you don't have anything else to add with this. I do not. I believe we've talked about every track. I've shared my excitement about seeing them live. And 
and I don't like it. I'm kidding, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's about it. So uh, this is a very short up, and uh, you know what? That's okay because we do two and a half hour long episodes, and sometimes we, we need a break. <laughs> yes, we work I hard. think our listeners need a break too. I, I, I honestly, yeah, uh, but uh, I guess you know what. This is all you. This is all you. Last song is all you. But before we do that, shit, I forgot to plug. God damn it. So thank you for listening and watching Jesus. Because I'm not used to ending this early. I'm not used to things being easy and stop. I'm, I'm used yeah. to, yeah, I'm used to my voice hurting by the end of this. But if you would like to support us, please, for the love of God, hit that like fucking, I just hit that like button. Who am I? Who am I, Alex? Don't You're hit that YouTube. like button. Yeah, I feel like an asshole. But subscribe anyway on youtube.com slash every album ever. You know, rate, review, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Follow me on Instagram at Pandermonkey and Alex at Mother Puncture. Check the description if you want to listen to the album immediately, which maybe you do. It's not bad. And, uh, you know, help us out. If you want to pledge to the Patreon, patreon.com slash every album ever, where we got bonus episodes, early access to a bunch of episodes discounts off merge you can jump the line if you want to suggest an artist for us so you're not waiting and waiting and waiting i have so many fucking emails my god i'm sorry if i haven't responded but like <laughs> the, the our list is it is actually we made a joke about it being all highlighted for requests but it's getting there it's like it's like it, i'm sorry it's, <laughs> it's just too many it's no longer it's no longer ours anymore it belongs it's not. yeah it belongs to the people so that that's the thing like because there's so many requests now we're just making the schedule where it's manage manageable. So we're going to throw in short episodes, you know, in between big episodes, if it's requested, we'll shout you out. If you, if you know, again, if you're a Patreon member or such pleasure, if you're a patron, uh, you immediately like get, you immediately get first dibs. I like calling them patronizers. Patronizers. You f I love them. <laughs> I love yeah. being patronized. Please be a patronizer. Uh, but yeah, like it actually there's yeah, there's more, Fuck, I thought it was there was one patron requested episode coming up, but I think there's two. Shit. But whatever. No, we'll figure it out. I'm just yeah. rambling again. Again, I'm not used to ending early. This is awful. Uh, but is that the end of the plugs? Yeah, patreon.com slash every member. Okay. Last song. I think the last song will be the only song we agreed on. <laughs> Bandoliers. Let's do it. Let's do it. So uh, thank you all for listening and watching. See ya. Yeah.
Let's have a 